Welcome back to Talking Baseball. The season is starting and you have no idea what you're about to watch, so we're going to help you catch up. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner is BBD. And in California is X Big Leaguer. Went second level Yankee Stadium. Trevor Plouffe. Trev, sometimes on uh, YouTube, I see comments every now and then uh, from people like, who's this? Tre-? Like, they don't know who you are. Mm. So I'm like, maybe I should add that to the intro. How's that feel? Do you, lo- <laughs> do you want me to remind people that you're a big leaguer? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I really don't. All right. How about that intro? That's, that's hey, Trevor, in- there's there's people who don't know you. Well, they're young How's kids. How's that feel? It's interesting because I get that, like, who's this guy? Then also I get people that still think I play. So it's, I'm mm. just kind of an ambiguous baseball figure at this point. Yes. Okay. Not All officially right. retired. Now, Jake I think told I am. you. Hey. Oh, no. wow. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats, Thank you. Trevor. Jake told you this a little bit ago. Uh, but he said it also on our daily radio show, John Boy and Jake Radio, that when Gary hit that second deck shot yeah. and you tweeted, like, I've been there, Jake said he gained. He was like, I forgot. I forget. You went up in my book. Yeah. I mean, I've hit some homers. I played some big yeah. league games. Yeah. yeah. I've been all over that damn stadium. Let me tell you that. But What do you um, think the farthest home run you've hit is? Honestly. Like, what do you think the farthest ball you've hit in a real game is? Do you know? I don't know, like, the distance i don't but i can tell you one that i thought maybe felt the farthest okay interesting uh in petco um got a backdoor two seamer that ran over the plate from i think dale thayer and i deposited Mm. in the second deck there deep it was majestic probably my favorite swing i've taken but i don't know if that was the longest or not is it easy to find that one throw your hands up in it was 2014 This isn't about me, guys. This isn't about me. A little bit. You know who this is about? It's about Austin Brown. Yep. It's about Lucas Perea. Bang. It's about Ben Filippi. Skadoosh. Christopher Hartman. We got a lot more. (laughs) Lauren Geller. Connor Chatterton. (laughs) BVD. Carlos (coughs) Berrigan. And Morgan uh, Faust. Achoo! Yeah. So those are our most recent Patreon members. Thank you very much. Soundboard. For subscribing, like I've been saying, if you want to listen live or even before it hits the podcast airwaves on Mondays and Fridays, and even Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights, Patreon's the way to go. Thank you to everyone that signed up. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. We'll get you there. And then when you're there, click in and you get into the chat and stuff. So, cool. We, uh, we got a little season to preview. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Now, we are tailoring this Finally. show a little bit towards people that have not paid a single attention to the offseason. They don't even know the new rules. They don't know the new regions. We're doing it all. Because you know what, Trev? We told everyone, go grab your friend who isn't up to, up to snuff. Send them this episode yeah. so they're prepared for the season. So that's what you're doing right now. Everyone listening, text your friend, send them this episode. Say, get up to snuff. Just say that. And then we're there. Get up to snuff. Yeah. Can we yeah, do like a little bit of revisionist guts. history? Can we do that? Yeah. Like Instead of being like, hey, guts. we have this intensive guts. labor dispute, we can be like, oh, they had a 
really friendly talk. They came to an yeah. agreement very mm-hmm. quickly. There was nothing to even talk about. Yep. Got to a conclusion. Quickly. Yep. They did not piss off the fans. They didn't spit on anyone's face. They didn't drag the sport through the mud. Yeah. But you know what? We are. The, the, it is the first sport coming back. MLB will be the first sport played. That is exciting. I'm over all that. I haven't thought about the ugliness yeah. at all. I was going to say, does anybody care? No, no, man. Nobody that's cares. That's kind of what Baseball's MLB back. knew would happen. Yeah. Golly, <laughs> that's kind man. Of what they knew. Uh, all right. So really quickly, Jake, tell us uh, a little bit about this season. Just everything. Just uh, a little bit. 60 games, East, Central, West. We combined the regions, AL Central. We'll be playing the NL Central. Did I do that right? I got really nervous that I did it wrong. AL, the, the two Centrals will be in a the, region the together. East, they didn't, they didn't the combine East. the regions. Regionally scheduled, they still have divisions and leagues. The East plays the East. The West plays the West. The Central plays the Central. That's a good way to think about it. Division games are going to mean a lot more. Big John Boy's been on that theory for a while because there will be 40 division games, 20 interleague. It's going to be a sprint. That'll be a popular phrase you'll see a lot this year. And we're excited. Is that it? No de- no pitchers hitting. That's pretty huge. DH- That's got to be nuts if you didn't know that. We didn't know that. We just <laughs> broke that to you. It's huge. Uh, I think that what's you know how it works is 10 games against your division opponent. So the A's will be playing the Astros, the Rangers, the Angels, and the Mariners 10 times each. And then the rest is is kind of like a smattering of like two series versus three series of those guys. So, yeah, the playoffs are the exact same format, though. Nothing's different about the playoffs. You'll have two wild cards from the AL, two wild cards from the NL. Um, you'll have then uh, all of the division winners. And the wild cards are interesting because the A's may be in a chase with the Rays for the wild card spot, but they never play the same teams or each other. So it's going to be a completely unbalanced wild card race is kind of what Jake was saying. Did we miss anything, Trev? What else is new about this season? You know, I think you guys kind of covered it. Mm-hmm. One thing that has just gotten brought to light is that the Blue Jays will not be in Toronto. Yeah. So we have a roving team. We don't know exactly where they'll be playing yet. Buffalo has been talked about as their AAA affiliate, but then people were saying that doesn't make any sense because they can't live in Toronto and go to Buffalo. Yeah. So we're still searching for a home there. That's an interesting storyline. Um, no fans in the stands. If you've been living under a rock, we got a thing called the coronavirus pandemic going on. <laughs> Expanded rosters for the first start of the season. There's 30 guys, so except some deep pitching staffs to start, but those will be honed in pretty quickly. I think, uh, and you know what, if you're listening right now and you're like, guys, talk talk real baseball, because you're a baseball fan. We get it. How about this? The 60-game schedule and... Playing in the Central, Eastern, or Western divisions, who do we think that's benefited or hurt the most? We think that's benefited a team like Minnesota, yep, that they stay in their region because there are some weaker teams, Kansas City, Detroit. I think that's a mini consensus amongst us. We think it kind of hurts like a team like the Phillies, where I, I mean, you know, the Phillies and the Mets kind of second tier, but the sprint kind of helps, but they're only playing the AL East as well. I don't know. We don't know. And, and, and the interesting one is the NL Central. Does it help them that they get 
uh, they get a lot of games against each other, or does it hurt them that they get a lot of games against each other? I think right. it hurts. So I think the NL Central is hurt in regards to the wild card because I I think they're gonna like I I don't see one of those teams running away with it. So I think they're all gonna be kind of even out, and if they're all beating each other as much as they're beating each other, then maybe the second place finisher in the NL Central. Isn't a wild card team, but who knows? I mean, we really don't know how it's going to play out. We don't even know if pitching is going to win out, if hitting is going to win out, if depth is really important, or it's become irrelevant because teams are just going to go full force for sixty games straight. It's uh, wide open. I'm, uh, I've thought about it so much that like I, I can now fully accept and admit and and say I'm I'm into this season for what it is. I don't want this to be the new norm, but like I am ready for the ride, fully strapped in, seatbelts on. Take me for a whirl. I mean, honestly, I know this is never going to happen, but I wouldn't mind if the season was shorter. Like, now that I'm looking at this, I don't want 60 games. Yeah. And I might not even want 80 games. But, like, 100 games might do it for me. Like, 162 is a joke. Mm. It's, it's, it's this plus 102 games. Math pod. Yeah. Math pod. Yeah. Math pod. Yeah. So, Math I think pod. this is going to open some eyes up. We have the CBA coming up after next year. If this kind of goes and people are like, okay, that felt like a good enough amount, we could see like that. That 154 uh, game season has been mentioned a lot. And I think that is, if this goes well, could be like what we could expect. And maybe more importantly, uh, we saw one question in the chat asked about the trade deadline. Trade deadline is August 31st, I believe. So they pushed that to kind of the middle of the season. Uh, and part of this season is us going to be learning along with you. Right now, we've got some takes that we don't know are right. We don't know if rookies are going to be thrown into the heat even earlier. We don't know if teams are going to dodge their rookies for the season. So that's going to be something to watch as this year goes on. And uh, I think there's there's stuff that we don't even know about that we're going to learn shortly. Yep. The other thing is, you know, with COVID and Corona, there's all these regulations. Um they got to wear masks in the dugout, six feet apart at times. There's, uh, they got to get new balls. Pitchers are, are using different balls. They, they, you know, don't throw them. There's a lot of stuff like that. Players have to take tests every two game, every two days, or something like that. Two tests a day, or some shit like that. And uh, players could have opted out, and a lot of players have opted out. Do we have an opt out list? David Price opted out. Is he the biggest one? Kopech for the I mean, White Posey. Sox potentially. Posey, Posey, but the Giants aren't Giants in suck. contention. Um, but he is a big, he's a big name. I meant like effect on the team. Price was about to. Price. Mike Leak is a, a good one. I think he Mike affects Leak, the team. Yeah, he was about, he was yeah. about to get the ball a lot too. And I mean, we'll we'll see if other guys opt out through the season. Um, you know, I think uh, you know Zach Wheeler has a kid doing a few days. Trouty Cole already popped his out. That's smart. That's just good business by him. Good for you. So, <laughs> good, good for you, Garrett. Uh, can't wait to see your kid in pinstripes. What do you What do you boys want? Do you guys want like a I've got a quick free agent catch us up? Yeah, do it, do it quickly. Quick. I I think I've got a way to do it. Literally around the horn, catchers. The big name that stands out, the yes man, Yasmani Grandal is with the White Sox, and then forgot it's, about that. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, the Forgot White Sox had a really big offseason for that. Forgot about that. Um, like, there's a way you can fall in love with the White Sox. The other names, Darno, Castro, Chirinos. Um, I don't know. I mean, you'll see those guys around on some new teams, and that'll be cool, but I don't think that's moving the needle for anyone. Final comments on the catchers. 
Good. Love it. Bang. Uh, first base. Uh, well, these guys are actually both kind of, well, Jose Abreu and Edwin Encarnacion, both listed as first baseman. They're both with the White Sox. <laughs> Again, the White Sox had an offseason, and we've kind of forgot about it. I forgot it about Edwin going the White Sox. Because that was half a year ago. I forgot about Edwin going the White Sox. White Sox and the Reds, when they went for it. And then there, there Edwin's are so good. There are some other guys that can move the needle a little bit. Eric Thames is with the Nationals now. Justin Smokes in Milwaukee. Um, so there's some other dudes out there, but th- those are the big names. Second base, oh, been there, not in a while. Uh, how about Mike Moustakis? The Moose Man is going to be playing second base this year for your Cincinnati Reds. The Reds were another winner of this year's offseason, more or less. Howie Kendrick still listed at second base. The World Series hero, he returns to the Nats. Uh, Cesar Hernandez for the Indians. Starlin Castro's going to Washington. And then, yeah, a lot of, a lot of chip chip away guys, so guards in Milwaukee. But Moustakis playing second base, that's a really fun storyline. Yep. Got to love it. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the family. And he's one of my um, prop bets, early season prop bets. Uh, good call. Hit him over 255 batting average. I said, that's a lock. I even texted him. I said, hey, Mike, I put this bet yeah. on you. Like, yeah. let's go. If you're, li- if you're listening because your buddy from earlier in the show yeah. sent you the text and said, hey, check out this, this episode so you're up to snuff, guts. Oh, get up to snuff, guts. Um, okay. Check out our prop bet episode after you listen to this because you've enjoyed it. Your first time listening to Talking Baseball. Ad. Prop bets episode. Go check it out. Stop Ad saying snuff so much, okay? A lot of uh, snuff. I changed there. it to guts. Get yeah. up to snuff. Okay. Got a, it got weird. The only big shortstop move is Didi Gregorius. He's in Philadelphia mm. with Joe Girardi, the little mm. reunion there. That'll be fun. Uh, we're a pro Didi pod, I think. Are you a pro Didi guy, Trev? I love Didi. Okay, done. Bang. Jose Iglesias is in Baltimore now. Watch him field the ball really cool. Cole uh, Tucker's into... playing outfield now. I talked to him See about that it last catch night. the other day? Yeah. First game out there. Not he said bad he's going to make kid. the outfield his playground. And I said that's a great way to look at it. 3B, we had a couple big name shift. Anthony Rendon, mm. another World Series hit- hitter. Finally, Mike Trout gets some help for the Angels. That'll be fun. That lineup should be a blast. And then Josh Donaldson. Mm-hmm. Real stolen valor taking the 24 and third base in Minnesota. So, did he ask you about that? It's look, Minnesota does a couple things well. They do center fielders. We had Kirby, we had Torrey, we had Denard, we had Byron. Third base, same thing. Tom Bernanski, Corey Corey Koski, Trevor Plouffe, Josh Donaldson, Joe Creedy for half a season, Miguel Sano. Sano was there for a little bit. He That's moves what across we do. the diamond. 24 okay. and, and, and third base. Did you send uh, JD a text and just say, you know, wear it well? You I know? did. We, we yeah. talked uh, in spring training. Do you remember spring training when we went? Yeah. A thousand yeah. years ago? Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Uh, Quentin Hubner in the, one of the Patreons in the live chat said, Trevor, do you want the chat to harass Donaldson on tri- Twitter on your behalf? No. But no. Okay. Kind of hard no? Cool. Done. I'm Done. so jealous that you guys saw this Kotuk catch, and I haven't yet. I'm trying to pull it up, but the internet's going slow. Yeah, the the Pirates took forever to upload it, too. They Pirates, if you're a Pirates fan listening, they need we need a Pirates John Boy to get well, the Well, their internet up. was bad, remember? Yeah. Their I internet was so that. bad. Uh, it's a rough facility there. 
Not at PNC, though. They were in PNC, so we haven't been there. Maybe it's good there. A couple of fun veteran third basemen, too. Todd Frazier, Travis Shaw. Um, Todd Father's in Texas. Have a big year, Todd. We'll root for that. We like him. I think we're all literally rooting for the Rangers. Invited me to his son's flag football game. I'll do all the outfielders and bang them out quick. Marcelo Zuna, he goes to Atlanta. Kind of big shoes to fill. Uh, Donaldson left. The Puig signing didn't work. Uh, Nick Castellanos, he'll be in Cincy. He might DH a little bit, but again, big offseason for Cincy. Uh, Avisail Garcia, that was a sneaky signing. Say he goes, it correctly. Avisail Garcia? Yeah. Come on. Avisail Garcia? You go Bob Euchre with that one usually. Avisail Garcia. Yeah, that's great. Uh, he'll be in <laughs> Milwaukee. <Jeff's> face. <laughs> uh, how about Corey Dickerson in Miami? Miami brought a couple guys in. Jonathan yeah. VR. You could watch them, but it's probably not going to be great. Cole Calhoun in Arizona. Mike Trout's <laughs> help for the past decade, it seems like. He, he leaves town. Hometown kid, though. Uh, PRs in Boston, Alex Gordon returns. Yeah, I guess outfield kind of falls off after that. There's some smaller guys. Um, I don't know, anything there? Castellanos not having to play? Mookie gets traded. We we didn't do the trades. These these are free agents, but that's fair, BBD. Um, and then the starting pitchers, I mean, the big ones, the big one. Garrett Cole goes to the Yankees. Strasburg returned. He was a free agent, but he goes to Washington. Zach Wheeler to Philadelphia. They're going to ask a lot from him. Uh, Ryu goes to Toronto and the Baby Jays. That's fun. Keuchel to the White Sox. White Sox had a fun offseason. I'm forgetting how much the White Sox. They did it early in the offseason. They did it early. They they made their moves. Atlanta brought in Cole Hamels. I think he's still recovering a little bit, but... Uh, expect him to to join that young rotation. That should be fun. Oda Rizzi expected accepted the qualifying offer with Minnesota. Odo's our guy. Mad Pump went to Arizona, which was a shocking move. Uh, and then it kind of it filters out a little bit. Actually, hey, Kyle Gibson to Texas. That was kind of a big one. Um, and then Teron Gossman and some other guys. But uh, Cole Strasburg and Wheeler were really the stories. Um, but a couple southpaws after that with Ryu and Keiko. So, Good that was job, a lot. Jake. Wow, boom! Good Just like you. that, we're back. Yes, welcome back. We're talking baseball. God, it feels so long ago. All that White Sox stuff was God. legitimately seven months ago. It happened in like November, right? And by the way, I think I'm on the Luis Robert train now. Oh, like I'm hard. on it. If you're not, you're I'm done. on it. I'm on it. Those, you see the, that those swing? highlights. Oh my God. Oof. Did you guys see the actual broadcast call of that homework? Eight months since the White Sox. Okay, stuff. we got some counting. Wow. Did you guys see the actual broadcast call of his home mm-hmm. run off a of Sizek? No. Uh, so the the broadcaster goes, now this is going to be a good test for the young kid. You don't see a lot of pitchers like Steve Sizek in the minors. Hangs a curveball, bangs Bam. it 450. And they're like, oh, yeah, all right, <laughs> Robert looks okay. Was that Benetti? He's pretty good over there for the White Sox. Might have been Benetti. Jason Benetti. Yeah. Where do you want to go, Jimmer? Do we want to go by division now? There's a Mookie Betts trade, blah, blah, blah. Dodgers are really good. I Googled White Sox broadcasters and okay. a picture of Jack Brickhouse, which is a great name, came mm. up. And I, I just got to show you. You're going to appreciate Jack if, Brickhouse. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the baseball announcer Harry, right there. Harry Carey Light. That's, across town. Oh. I don't know if you can see it, but it's a baseball. That's a baseball. If you have the game. last name Brickhouse, you have to be what? At least six foot. 
Isn't it 220? Brick shithouse is the term. Yeah. I like that oh, term. Sure. I really like that yeah. term. To describe someone, like, call him a brick shithouse. Well, Twins maybe this guy Where's that from? Maybe his nickname was Shit Brick House. Hmm. Twins John? Trevor Plouffe had a little was a big boy. brick shit house in him. You were thick. 215, look out. Does does your wife ever give you any comments? Like she misses thick Trev a little bit or she likes her svelte Trev? Yeah, when she sees pictures of me from back then, she's always like, whoa, like you were, you were puffy. So you were, you were big. Yeah, man. that was that creatine weight. So now I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of weak and lean. Right. But she likes it, so it's all that Juice. matters. That's good. That's good. Let's go around the division. Little uh, a word association, Jake. Okay. Ooh. NL, NL West. Holy smokes. That was of it? Of late? In the NL West of late, I'm I've talked myself into the Diamondbacks being the second team. They added Mad Bum, they added Starling Marte. They were sneaky solid last year. Their rotation ain't bad, which we've seen a lot of teams complain about it. So a lot I'm, of words. I'm I'm kind you of in. I, and that's I'm not even of, a great take. Arizona I mean, there's the second okay. team in the West. Who cares about that? Uh, I do. I'm the only person in the world that does. You do. you, <laughs> I think you might you be. Very well, you very well may see them in the wild card game because the Ooh. East is going to beat the shit out of each other. There Trev, is a take. Word, Trev, word association, NL West. Best team. That's good. In baseball. Yeah. Word association blows. I think you were bad at it. No, 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 no. You it's did like a, a bad whole, concept. You did a whole thing. Yeah, so that was not. Yeah. Did you see your Dodgers sent down Lux today? It's Trev? an interesting move because he already he's he was up last year, right? He came up a little bit, but I think if they hold him till August seventh, they wow. get another year or something like that. So, so the, people are wondering if they're going to do that. It seems like they are. They which are going to do that, which is ridiculous. A little messed up. Yeah, well messed up. But the thing with them is they just have so much depth. They can just play. Hey, look, we just don't think we could use we could use another piece, and we don't want to. Yeah. Just sitting there on the bench. But, what, I mean, then I'm thinking, what else is he going to do? There's no minor league season. He's going to play some inner squads? I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's what they're all doing. Right? Jim, non-word association, NL West. Non-word association? What's that mean? A grunt. You get to say a lot of words. Okay, that would be a lot of words. Non-words meant, like, no words. I thought you were Non-single saying... word association. Okay, well, my single word association is boring because I think it's the most locked-up division that you have the Dodgers are going to win it. And yeah, maybe there's a wild card coming because if Sneaky. if the Diamondbacks or the Rockies decide to beat everyone else in the division and and step up, they they can find a good a good record whereas the Central and the East I think will have more competition. So I do but I I mean it's the Rockies or the Diamondbacks. So I you may get a wild card team out of there easily, but if all those four, if like the Padres decide to play ball and be on the same level as the the Rockies and the Diamondbacks, which I don't think is the case, then it's going to be just the Dodgers win and, and everyone else I'm telling you, home. the second best team in the West is making the wild card because the NL Central is going to be a shit show and the NL East is going to beat each other up too. That is just yeah. not going to happen. I mean, there's just too okay. many good teams ahead of them for that to Bet happen. Bet you kiss on the lips about it. I'll pass. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, all right, let's move on. I mean, Mookie's the biggest storyline there. The Dodgers and Mookie. The, the, this is the best Dodgers squad they've had in a long time. On paper, this and is the best had, team. They've had really the good hands. squads. Yes. 
They added Mookie to an incredible team. <laughs> like usually when we talk figure- about depth, it's like, oh, these guys have like yeah. a few role players on the bench that we kind of like. Like when you talk about depth with the Dodgers, it's like they have major league starting caliber players that they do not have room for, and they just like don't know what to do. Even Gavin, even Gavin their pitching, they're the young guys coming up, like they have studs waiting. Gavin Lux just got sent down. It's they're do doing you- it. I don't know who this guy is, so I won't even say his name, but he tweeted out about the Gavin Lux thing. The Dodgers have optioned infielder Gavin Lux. Lux, the number four prospect in baseball, was delayed arriving at summer camp for uh, – oh, that's not even the tweet I want to I want to read. Okay. Um, it's a different one. It's like they're trying to give excuses, and it's like he showed up late, and he – oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Um, he showed up late. Misplayed a few balls at second base. It's like, dude, that's not the reason why I sent him down. So stupid. Like, what are you doing? You want to get that next scoop? You better you better put that story when out. When anybody Service ever time, says yeah. that, all you have to say is, do you think a team as analytically driven as the Dodgers gives a fuck about, A, a summer camp or a spring training game, and B, a small sample size? They don't. They know what they have. Ooh. They have projections. They have models. They know what they're doing. Oh Shut wait, up. hold up. I think he. I think he doesn't mean like he showed up late and like was disrespectful. I think they mean he had maybe he was un unspecified yeah. and then he's not up to like his his timing isn't right. That would be better. I thought they were trying to say like disciplinary issues. No, um, but also the errors at second base. It's service time manipulation. Yeah, yeah, dude. Guys, uh, guy was like even money to win NL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Betting episode. All right, let's move to the AL West. Trev, word association, AL West. Great league. <laughs> like this, okay. I'm excited for this league. Or this division, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think we no, have. My mind just went A's. Yeah. yeah. That was the first thing. Just A's. Like, I just think, I think the A's are angry. I think they're fun. And I think they might shoot themselves out of the cannon a little bit. Love the A's. Um, Love the Angels. I think. Like, I don't love the team, like, on paper, but I would love if they were good. Like, I like that lineup. I want to see Otani. I want to see him do his thing. Plus 1,800 MVP odds. Go check that out. But we got the two teams at the top. Houston, obviously, we talked about them. They Their lineup is stacked. You know, they don't necessarily have the depth of the Dodgers, but their lineup is long. It's very good. We were talking about... Well, who was it? Carlos Correa going to be hitting seventh for them? A guy yeah. with an OP, a career OPS up eights, low nines. Like this is a really good team. Then you have the A's, who we love. I mean, they have a chance to really shock the baseball world. I don't. Even, is it shocking anymore with the A's? Because they seem to do it all the time. Especially I think now. It, I think that's the issue. I think to to you and I, we kind of looked at them and like, wow, they've won ninety five plus games like three years in a row now. I think the casual fan that's not yeah doesn't watch the AO West, you know, doesn't know that they're yeah. like legit. The narrative has changed amongst baseball fans. Like I yes. think it, I think it's getting too loud amongst baseball fans. Like the A's get no respect, which in baseball they do. If you're outside, you don't. Um, the only other fun thing in this division is the Texas Rangers yep. starting pitching staff, which uh, go check it out if you're a baseball fan. It's all names you're familiar with. Um, and if all of those Put some old respect birds on their names, Jake, don't you dare say it. If if those dudes have it in the tank, they can fuck up that division for a lot of teams. And I think 
the other storyline here is whatever team finishes fourth is going to be a pretty big disappointment. Like if the Angels went out and got Rendon and they finish fourth, um, if Houston or the A's were to, I, I mean, oh, yeah. that seems unbelievable. Um, so if it if it's not Texas, if that pitching staff does figure it out, whoever finishes fourth is going to be having a bad time. It's a deep it's a deep division, in my opinion. Obviously, you have the Mariners there at the bottom. That's going to be somewhat bad. of a cakewalk, but. Yeah. I mean, if the Rangers went out and stole a series from Houston, you wouldn't bat an eye. And, and, and same with the Angels against Oakland. So it's in a 60-game season like this, Yeah, this is going to be an interesting division to watch. Hope for anarchy in the West. Yeah, I'm hoping that. I don't want the yeah. – I mean, the Astros are very, a very good team yeah. and very likely they could just run away with it with the A's chasing them just like what happened last year. But – Angels, Rangers, much, much improved over last year. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to the Central, AL Central Word Association. Jake, you can do many words if you want. AL Central. I, I just talked myself into the White Sox a little bit. I wow. mean, think about the guys they added plus Luis Robert, who, mm. you know, I've I've kind of been giving my generic rookie speech. I get I get surprisingly... I get too logical. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I get too logical about rookies saying like, well, you know, certain guys takes time to figure it out. Screw it, man. Robert's a monster. And they just added Grandal, uh, Edwin Encarnacion, um, Keichel to the rotation. Like, the White Sox had an offseason. I think it's their time. They've thought it was their time. They wanted to sign Machado and Harper and guys like that. It didn't happen. And th- instead, they divvied out the money to four or five guys. How about the White Sox scaring the Twins or overtaking the Indians? It's a big year for the White Sox. Not like I don't. I don't think they're. It's the Twins division. I believe that, but the White Sox are on my watch list because they either take a step where next year we're saying now the division isn't up for isn't solidified. It's up for grabs, or we're like ah they need to fill some more gaps. So I think it's watch. Watch the White Sox closely. You don't need to watch the Royals. You don't need to watch the um, the Tigers. Uh, the Twins are who they are. Like, this is their window where the White Sox are trying to pry it open and the Tigers are trying to put their fingers in as it gets slammed shut on yeah. them. <laughs> I, I'm, Great I'm, analogy with the window by me. Come great on. Job. Good job, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm also on the White Sox. I like them. As I look at the starting rotation, that's what bums me out a little bit. We got G Alito there. We know mm. what he can do. I think he surprised the hell out of everyone with like the bounce back year that he had last year. But that's kind of, I think, more who he is than the former years. So we have him. But then after that, I mean, Kaiko, yeah, he's a great pitcher. And he can get guys out and a guy that you'd want. But when I think about him going up, against like a right-handed heavy twins lineup, I could just see a lot, a lot of home runs. So it's, I think the twins, I mean, the Indians, you guys have kind of talked me into them a little bit more. So I'd give more credence to them giving the twins a run, but, and this is no twins bias. I'm no Yankee Homer like you guys. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're going to run away with it. Mm. You're no Yankee Homer. I'm not. If the Twins were bad, I would say it. Hit homers against the Yankees, not a Yankee homer. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Been I'm all a little, over that ballpark. I'm, I'm a little weary of the Twins starting pitching. I've said that before. Okay. They have guys that can do it. I think they're not too dissimilar to the Rangers. Uh, but I think they're a step above the Rangers in their starting pitching, but the bullpen really is what's going to keep them in games, win them games, because they have an excellent bullpen. I like that. Uh, Jake, uh, we're done. We're done with the AL Central. What are you looking at, Jim? Uh, like I said, twins to win. Um, yeah. I do think if the Indians, and I know you can say this for every team, but I don't think you can to the level. Like if their top performers, if Bieber, Clevenger, Ramirez, um, Lindor, if those four guys are playing at their best baseball, I think those four guys can carry that team to pretty good places. Like those guys are special when they're doing their top top skilled baseball. Whatever and kind of the, the NL West wildcard theory that I threw out there that Trevor shat on, I mean, if if one of those, whoever finishes second in the AL Central, man, they could ruin somebody's parade, whether it's Oakland, Tampa, the Yankees, Houston. I mean. I think I think a wildcard's coming out of the Central. They, they can ruin. And I think the more talented second-tier teams are in the East and the West with the, right. with the A's and the Rays or Yankees and Astros. But I do think the Central will produce a wildcard team because of the unbalanced scheduling. Boom. That's a take. I like it. It's a take. Yep. It's based I, in logic, so that's good. Thank you, Trev. It's the same thing as the NL West, so, and you shat on that. So. No. Okay. It's not the same. <laughs> okay. No that's one likes right. the NL West. That's all right. Let's move on to the NL Central, which is this. Jeez. This is honestly, people, you could, you could tie me up and put a gun to my head and be like, Pick who you honestly think will win the NL Central. That's just a saying for the Houston fans that listen. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, unless it's like a fake gun. No, I still wouldn't like yeah, it. Even if it was a, a water time. gun, I don't think I'd enjoy you'd it. You'd have a bad time. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to make a decision. I just am decisionless on who I think will win the NL Central. I just hope this is a shit show. I hope they beat the hell out of each other. The four teams are taking the Pirates out. I hope they all go five and five against each other, and that it comes down to who played the Pirates better. <laughs> mm. it very well could. And then, and then there's no wild card. You know, they're just playing for division, and they've beat the hell out of each other. That it's division winner or bust. That's what I hope. I hope it's a. I hope it's a shit show. If you look at the Pocota standings, just to mm. add to your point, these are projections, sixty game projections for this season. NL Central has the Reds at 32 wins, the Cubs at 31 wins, the Cardinals at 30 wins, and the Brewers at 30 wins. That's a shit show waiting to happen. I can't wait. And these are fun teams to watch. So it's not like you're going to get some mediocre baseball. That's not, I don't think we're going to get that at all. Like these, There's some superstars in this division and some really fun teams to watch. Like the Reds, how they approached this offseason. They went out and got guys. They spent money. They've invested in their player development. I'm really excited to see how they can – we'll see if their pitchers get a bump. we got the driveline dude there. they got a ton of new technology. Bauer's obviously been ringing that bell for a long time. What does he bring to that rotation as far as developing? Are we going to see a bump like we saw from Cole when he went to Houston and Verlander when he went to Houston? That, I think that's a huge storyline to watch if you're a Reds fan. Are we going to see a bump in spin efficiency and spin rate and some of these marginal pitchers taking that next step and becoming guys. I mean, was, was Cole – he wasn't Cole in Pittsburgh. 
he became Cole in Houston because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think he had like one Cole-ish year in Pittsburgh, but you're right. I mean, the the dude who struck out 300-plus guys was a, a different animal. Yes. Um, so we'll, we'll see if there's any jumps like that. That would be something to see. Yeah. We, we went around the office this morning a little bit, and I think for baseball people, you're rooting for the Reds. They kind of built this up to be their year. They have the most talent. People just kind of need to see the Cincinnati Reds do it because nobody's really seen it recently. Uh, the Cubs have the lineup that's still a lot of fun when you look at those stars. Milwaukee is just life finds a way. <laughs> and St. Louis Cardinals are the life finds a way, but just in a well-run franchise fashion. Like, they normally have a star or two. Like, it's Flaherty and Goldschmidt. Like, mm-hmm. you can buy into that instantly, and then all the other pieces are nice. If you have an NL Central take, like, bless your heart, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. It's the same thing Sonny Gray said when he was asked if he liked in the, liked the piped-in crowd noise. Sure. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> that was his I answer. like it, to be honest with you. I, Have I you seen the curveballs he's been throwing? It's nasty. Sonny Gray? Oh, That's crazy. what I'm talking about. It's nasty. He's nasty. I mean, he's, he's in Cincy. He's going to get this new – maybe he gets some new – grip maybe he gets mm. you know his finger pressure is different because you know he saw something with their new technology and all of a sudden he's throwing some rise ball some giddy up fastball that he didn't have before i would love to see something like trev that. maybe that's what we can get you doing because i know you want to make we we want to get some baseball drama around you i think we got to build up your arm strength because you pitch in that high school alumni game so if we can get you pumping up that arm strength and get you throwing like ninety two and get the Trevor Plouffe pitcher rumors going, yeah. I think that's our I don't angle. hate that. Yeah, I don't I mean, hate ba- that. Is Bautista coming back? He's got that slider. I haven't heard. Joey oh, Bats. I would have. T- I saw the slider. Guess what? <laughs> it's in the seats up top. Okay. Let me tell you, when I did pitch in that game, I was pretty juiced. I hadn't thrown in a long time, and I'm like, I still got it. I didn't have it, so it's going to require a lot of work from me. But I'm. Did you see the breakdown I, I just posted of Clemens pitching, in fifty-six mm. uh, year old Clemens pitching? Dude, he dropped some sinkers that were like nasty. That fork ball. Yeah, Trevor, can I ask you a question? When I say the NL East, what do you start thinking about? And be honest. I think of the Phillies. Okay. okay. Wow. And we've kind of like been wishy-washy on them we look at the lineup we like it we're still waiting on the pitching I think that's been the biggest thing for us is the the starters are good bullpen's really not there but here's something that makes a big difference towards the end of the summer camp I talked about this I don't know if it was last ep they had a guy coming up oh this was on the eastern preview that we did they had a guy coming up named Spencer Howard and Harper's been talking about him talking about him so I decided to text a few guys um, through a text to Reese and mm. he got back to me and I don't want to, I'm going to read it. Okay. And this is the stuff that makes a team like the Phillies, you know, take that next step. If they have guys like this, who and, and wait, Reese is this, described, is this Reese Hoskins or Reese Sanderson? Mm, this is, this is Haas. Okay. Reese, he said, wow, the ball explodes, dude. Easy, easy cheese. Mm. I love that. Okay. So if you get a guy like that coming up, I'm kind of in on the Phillies. I like their lineup, man. I like like the the attitude of the team. Then you have Nola. Then you have Wheeler. Then you have uh, 
Spencer Howard coming up, who knows what role he's going to be in. Probably a starter. What if they move him to the pen? They need help in the pen. Something like that's going to happen on a team where these young guys come up and catapult the team in the 60-game season. And I'm thinking this might be the guy for the Phillies. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I like I, it. You know, my my thing, I, I talked myself into these nationals. I'm a, I'm a big base, you know, repeating as a champion is the hardest thing to do in sports. They bring back the three horses. Sure, they lose Rendon. But I think something that's going to be wildly important during the sprint season is stopping losing streaks. And when you have Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin at the top of the rotation, never mind Anibal, who we saw twirl it in the postseason last year, and whoever they wrap up the rotation with, Fetty, a couple other guys, I just like the Nats. Um, over 162 after winning the World Series and all the old guys and Scherzer having some back issues, I was pretty hesitant. But, man, in this sprint season, give me the horses. Give me Soto. Give me that kind of pesky lineup. Turner, Eaton, uh, Howie Kendrick went nuts for them. Estrubal Cabrera, I'm in on the Nats. Send them. Can these guys go get somebody? Is this a team that's going to be buyers? Nah. Go for that back-to-back thing? Who knows? That's legacy shit. We just don't know what the deadline's going to look like at all. It'd be cool. I'd love to see that. James Francis, Michael O'Brien, Vincent. James Vincent, Michael O'Brien. I like the Nats and the Braves. Okay. The Braves are pretty top-heavy, though, so I get the concern. But I I like the Braves because when we went to spring training. Nice facility. Nice facility. They were nice to us, and it seemed like they had this good, young our our year, our time, like let, we got to make the most of this vibe throughout the players that we talk to, and the the people in the team. So, you know, there's a lot of energy with the Braves now. It feels like you know there's a, there's somewhat of pressure, but it's kind of lighthearted pressure in the 60 game season. I do not like the back end of their lineup. And I, I think all. I think that's funny. We've been kind of light on the Braves recently, but in the NL East, they're pitching. Is easily second best, if not... Without, kinda, Sy- without Syndergaard on the Mets, it's second best. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can go toe-to-toe, and if this pitching comes down to pitching, like, the Braves have enough in their lineup that they're they're going to be there. The Mets... Now, this is where I was being hesitant. Do you want to talk on the Braves first before we move to the Mets, Trev? I, I mean, I'm going to kind of play along with you guys, and I think there's going to mm. be some... Some people that we know and we're friendly with, they're not going to be happy with our takes on the Braves here. Sure. But I don't see it happening for him. I mean, I wow. think Ronald Acuna, I mean, he's like one of, if not my favorite player to watch right now in the big leagues. They have guys. And like you said, they have some pitching. But I'm just looking at it, and I'm not getting that that vibe I need to get. You think they should bring Dietrich in while Puig's out? Some lefty pop. Some entertainment. I mean, okay. Trading chains for chains, just a different body yeah. wearing them. You know who's going to be a big – it's going to be a big year. Like, we talked about this, and if we want to preview the season, it's a big year for Dansby. Yeah, we. I said that a lot. I, I think there's a lot of pressure on Dansby to perform. So. Dansby. I don't – man, they made so many little signings. That that was one of my okay, questions. Okay, opted out, so that was another yeah. one we might have missed. 
That was my question in the offseason. Instead of paying, you know, Darno and a couple relievers and Hamels, like, I think we would be talking higher about the Braves if they signed one of the impact free agents. But they, they kind of nickeled and dimed it a little bit. They kept their books clean for future years, so maybe they have a game plan for future free agencies. But um, I don't know. A story to watch. They did sign Will Smith, and yeah, that helps a lot. I he, just saw he's on the he's on the COVID list, so um, Godspeed to him. But just for some reason, I don't get that tingly feeling. Like when I see a team I like, I get a tingly feeling. The Braves don't do it for me. And like, think about that. If they if they had gone for Rendon or someone, I think we'd be hyped about the Braves. We'll I do, see. I do too. But yeah. go yeah. win the MVP, Acuna. I want to move know? on to the Mets because it's a touchy subject. Okay. Mm. Big NL East. I love it. I don't dislike the Mets. Like, Jake right. and I used to go to Mets games. We'd wear Mets jerseys. We'd cheer for the Mets. We'd have fun. I, I, if the Mets were in the World Series and it was not the Yankees, I would root for the Mets to win the World Series. Like, I, I like the Mets. I don't That's care. Weird. I don't care. They're not like a rival. But they are the Mets. But Mets fans have been telling me I've been shitting all over their team. I think they have incredible talent. There's the Mets. They're the Mets. They got to show us. It's kind of like the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, until you aren't, you are. Yeah, they're, they got to show us, and instead of the Reds where it's kind of a toss-up, I mean, you just can't put the Mets above the Braves and the Nats until it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we got to put some respect on Cespedes' name? Is he getting disrespected by everybody I, right now? I hope he rakes. He's electrifying when he's, he's going awesome. off. Yeah. He's, He's awesome. scary in the box. He is you a put, big boy. You put Dietrich and, and Cespedes in the same like <laughs> oh, clubhouse, man. and Dietrich probably like grows his hair out, Tweak? parts it to the side. Bring them both in. No, I'm just saying Dietrich like loses all his swag. He's oh, like, oh, okay. can't even compete. Yeah. He's, he goes from Petey the Pirate to like Pete, okay. you know, in dodgeball. Yeah. It's like, what happened to Dietrich? No, yeah, I can't no. compete with Cespedes. Yeah. He's, he's a swagger hound. Takes everyone's swagger. Yeah, it takes everyone's. Sesame is smoking cigars in the dugout. Remember those mm-hmm. pictures? He's the it, best. He's the best. Be great. Be great. I, I like the Mets. I like. I mean, I really like the starting rotation before Syndergaard went down. I think Stroh show is going to show out this year. I can't wait to watch him pitch in New York. That was a big loss to them, man. And like, if you're a Mets fan, it's just like a nut, something else. Like, you know, it happened again. And maybe this, maybe this is the division where the fourth team is going to say, what the hell this year? Because someone out of the Mets, Phillies, Braves, or Nats is going to be a fourth-place baseball team. Who was Stroman fighting with recently? Oh, Randall Gritchick. Did you guys see that go down? Gritchick did. Ex-teammates. Yeah. Um, Beefing. Yeah. There was a lot of beefing going on, like the Blue Jays. Always feel like they have some beef going on. I don't know why. Strowman always has some beef. That organization going on. ran hot for a little while, even going back yeah. to Donaldson and Batista. So there's some real like those alpha were, those male were the, dudes up yeah. there. Oh, oh, it was Tulo, Jalfas, JD, yeah. uh, Bautista, Encarnacion. He's not, he's so he's not alpha. So sexy. Uh, 
Dude, when you freaking walk around the bases with a parrot on your yeah. elbow, you're yeah, but, alpha. But when you did it because you slipped and had to balance yourself out so you wouldn't fall, and then your teammate said, ha-ha, that looked like you had a parrot on your shoulder. Jim, I'm, ag- I'm against you on this. I've seen Edwin roll up in his vehicle. Okay, okay. He's an I've alpha, seen but Edwin he's not. Twerk. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not an angry alpha. Like he's the not other an guys. angry alpha. The other guys are angry alphas. Okay. Edwin, you put him in the room with a bunch of angry alphas. Guess what happens? No, Edwin he becomes angry. Alpha. Edwin brings a lawn chair into the clubhouse and posts up in his lawn chair and just sits there. Ooh. Hikes his shorts up his legs and just sits back. Know what and I looks think? At know what I think Edwin was on those Blue Jays? I think he was the fire starter. Okay. I think he put the bait out there, then set up his chair and said, yeah. "Okay, let's see hey, it happen." Just Justin Smoke, just a country boy alpha, mm. University of South Carolina. Kevin Pillar, Superman out there. That, that was that was a fun team to so watch. Feisty right team. Fun teams. Feisty and I think team. that takes us to the American League East. James, yes. what do you what teams do you like in the American League East? Uh, if you pa- had to pick one team you like. Partial to the Bombers. Yeah. Uh yeah. and that's about it. Um no, the Rays are scary. The Rays are scary. I think the Red Sox will be way worse than people the are Rays expecting. Are scary? That's the adjective you're gonna use? Scary? Yeah, I think they're scary. But you, but like you didn't say it like ooh I'm I'm actually scary you said they're they're scary no I'm admitting it like people like you should right. be scared of the Rays I'm like yeah they're scary they are honest uh, their pitching is very scary their pitching has never done it a lot of the guys have never done it for a full year uh, multiple years like they like Schnell has the one good year he's never done it against the Yankees he's actually awful against the Yankees okay so Snelly I got dude, you that's man. that's Zilla. Dude, that, that's a lot of it. Man, like, it's just I'm too biased to talk about the Yankees, and we admit that regularly, but Snell's fantastic. I think during his Cy Young year, like, the Yankees beat him every game or something. I, I got to find the stats, but same with uh, uh, they faced Glass now last year, and he was, like, the most uncomposed. So it's just uh, Pagan was their be- one of their best relievers last year. The Yankees torched him. So it's like there's some big brother, little brother stuff that yeah. goes on. And They're I think very that's good, fair. though. Nick Anderson is my guy who I can't yeah. wait to watch throw. He is a walking highlight reel. It's disgusting. He's one of those guys that when you watch, like a lot of guys, when you watch on TV, you're like, ah, oh, hitting's not that hard. It looks slow. When you yeah. see a guy like Nick Anderson on the hill and he's throwing that pill up there, you're like, holy shit. Now, now I see. I've said this before. Diego Castillo is the scariest yes. guy in the race because he's going to break a, a Yankees batter's wrist with that two-seamer. <laughs> yes. I'm not saying, like, they're going to swing and miss and check swing, break wrist. I'm saying, like, he's going to hit them on the wrist and they're going to break their wrist and be out for the season. And that's why he's the scariest player. Are they doing the opener this year? Do you still do the opener? Does anything change? They they got a lot of studs. I don't think so. Like, even even our dude, um, blanking on his name, our best friend, been on the show. Yarbrough? Yarbrough. Even that uh, slow fuck Yarbrough. Like, they used him as an opener for a while and now he's – Legit. Same with Chirinos. They used him as an opener bolt guy for a while. Now he deserves starts. So they're kind of they kind of like everyone earned the right to not do it. Yeah. And they traded Stanek, right? And he was their opener. Stanek was opener guy. They'll throw it out there a couple times, but they got horses. Horses in the front. I'm looking at Nick Anderson because he's kind of a late bloomer dude. I mean, the Twins had him. Yeah. The Twins just had him and just let him go. If, if he was also in the Twins bullpen... He's a Minnesota guy. From there, I'm gonna Brainerd take High my School. horse I, to the I'm, hotel I'm upset room. that like I, I didn't remember and I was there when he was there. 
He was in he was in the bushes, but I should still know. I'm, I apologize, Nick. It's okay. Um, for me, I think you can talk Yankees and Rays all day. They're the Rays pitching is like li- silly. Even the back in the back of their bullpen with expanded rosters are dudes that are silly. Um, the Yankees are the Yankees, and they added Garrett Cole. For me, it's who's going to be the piss me off team. It's the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. Can I? Can, I, I, can we do something here? Please. I want us to all sit because because the Red Sox fans have had it. Tough. Sure. Okay. Um, you get rid of the best player in the game, yep. second best player in the game, best pitcher broken. Get lumped into out. a cheating. Get lumped into a cheating scandal. Who's your manager? Lumped into. Let's all say one nice thing about the Boston Red Sox, just to give the fans a little something to hold on to. Fantastic, fantastic ball field. You can't say that because they're not going to be there. That's almost like a a dig at them. Oh, De- for the fans. Dev- Devers is a, a De- nice pick to lead the league in batting average. Devers, Bogarts. Bogarts had a crazy year last year. Hopefully that stays. J.D. Martinez is awesome. Benintendi thinks he's awesome. You guys Vasquez. didn't really get the game, but okay. That became – I got the game. I did great. What I said, three players are really good. Wasn't yeah. what you telling okay, them? That's more of what I wanted. You have three really good players. They got, I mean, they got a couple more too, but what was the game? I thought I'm, I was playing, I said, right? say one good thing about the Red Sox, and I'm going to go with mine now because I understand the game, so I'm going to do it the right way. Okay. okay. Show me the way. You still got Haim. Oh, my God. Okay. Haim Bloom is running things. Give him some time. Give Haim some time. Put it on a T-shirt. Boston Red Sox. Wow. Winless as a GM. That's like rude, Trev. I think you don't realize that that's rude. You tell the Boston Red Sox, like, hey, trust the process. Like, it's Boston, man. They win championships. They don't wait. You're basically, they waited you just 86 told, years? You, you just told them, Trev, <laughs> they're going to lose this season. That's what you did. They know. I'm just giving them something to look forward to. It's, it's you mean, have Heim running forward, your, your team, um, and that's a good thing. Backhanded compliment. One of the Reds, back to me. Finally, one of the Red Sox or Jays is going to be around 500 or if not over 500, and they're going to be annoying. They can both hit. The Blue Jays have more pitching on paper. Boston's a franchise that finds a way. One of those teams is going to be annoying as hell. I mean, Boston doesn't have pitching even on paper. That's the hardest thing. Their lineup's good. I mean, they got Benintendi, they got Devers, they got Bogarts, they got Martinez. They got. uh, And that's the thing. It's a 60-game season. If someone can twirl it for a little bit, they're they, winning games. They Their got, lineup's that good. They got Moreland, Vasquez, and Verdugo over there, and JBJ playing defense. Jake, they don't even have one starter. Yes, you're going to say Evaldi could Erod's be a on guy. COVID. Like, Erod's on COVID. Yeah, I would count Erod. Erod's and good. And I'll give Evaldi, Evaldi, I'll give him half a point as half a, a starting point. pitcher in rotation. Yeah. I would, with, come on, bro. Like he's not an ace. You're looking at him as an ace because that's what he's listed as right now as their opening day starter. But that's The half point is more due to health, I'd dude, say. Dude, more due to health. I could see him going out there and just being lights out. I mean, that's one guy. Games. And he's yeah. the opposite of, of Snell. 60 where games, he a guy in. like him could put I it together. I like Evaldi. He, Jake and I have always he, said he, we wanted He gave them a World Series title. Like, the way he pitched yeah. in the World Series. I know, but Trev, he isn't, like, a legit starting pitcher. Yeah, we'll see. Do you know how many games he started last year? Not a lot. Like, he was out of the bullpen. He started five games, then he went to the bullpen. Then he started, like, eight at the back end. In 2018, he started, well, shit, a lot. And then he went to the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. 
But he hasn't started like for a full season, so he's half a starter right now. Doesn't they, need to do it for a full season. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Great counter by Jake. They don't have any pitching. That's and that's what I'm saying. And that's if, not being rude. They if, just don't have any pitching. If Erod is Erod, Avaldi can find it, and then another dude steps up, which doesn't look like it. But I'm I'm just saying with that lineup, Boston is going to score. So if they can get any pitching, they can be a 500 pesky team somewhere around the wild card. And same with the Jays, if they have a home field. That's such an interesting storyline. Crazy. Uh, Jake and I said that we liked that Canada was like, nah, like you yeah. guys are being idiots. Right? That was so, s- so smug. So yeah, smug I, I like it, though. Canada. They deserve to be smug right now. Yeah. You know, Pile my brother, my brother Luke was telling US. me the, the U.S. passport is uh, like as valuable, like is the least valuable passport right now. We can only get into like 10 countries right now. <laughs> you know what? No, thank you. Don't sleep on us as a country. We're going we're gonna to figure some things out here, all right? So everybody that's being mean to us right now will remember. Hey, baseball's Canada. back. Baseball's back. Baseball's Take our team away back. from you, Canada. Yeah, well, how about Ooh. that? Take another one away from them? Ooh. Oh, Put them Jay's, in Nashville. Jays to Nashville. Vegas. You heard it here first. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's, is that a realignment? Man, that would be a... Uh... Oh, huge Yankee news. MLB MLB Uh-oh. remembers that stuff. Tyro Estrada makes the opening day roster for the Yanks. Deep Bang. cut, but that's Jake's boy. Bang. Whose place is he taking? Kings on. I don't know. Check out Talking Yanks to find out. Yeah. All right, I think we're good here. Thank you guys very much. If this was your first time listening to Talking Baseball, thank you very much. We're excited for the season. We're going to be going through a pregame show Monday through Friday. It won't be on this podcast. On this podcast, you'll get... Uh, series recaps on Mondays, series recaps on Fridays, Trevor's tidbits on Wednesdays, and voicemail episodes on Thursdays. It's going to be a lot going on, so make sure you tune in. If you have been listening to us, we did repeat ourselves a lot this episode, but you get to hear it a second time, and you love it, so thank you. That's the show. That's the show. We're done.